Today's show is sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you're a bourbon group, you're a store, you're a distillery, and you need wholesale pricing for laser etched glassware, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to get you in touch with Carson, Janie, Vicky, all the good folks over at distilleryproducts.com. They have great stuff. You know it because that's where our glasses come from. Awesome. Check them out. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coors. Yes, Father's Day is over, but that doesn't mean that you can't still get dad an awesome gift. Or if you're a dad, why don't you get yourself a great cooler, a great tumbler? These things are roto molded, so you can put ice in there and it will stay cold for days. I mean, like days, you can go back in the cooler and the ice cubes are still like brand new. Looks like you just got it in the bag and put it in the cooler. Their tumblers are awesome. You already have seen the whiskey barrel tumbler. They have July 4th tumblers out now. Use code DADSEASON, that is DADSEASON, D-A-D-S-E-A-S-O-N, for 20% off your order. And hey, if you're buying a $300, $400 cooler, that's like 60 to 80 bucks right there. So check them out, orcacoolers.com, use code DADSEASON. Today's show is also... Sponsored by our friends at Action247.com. You want action? Get in on the action with Action247, the only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. A lot going on. There's the College World Series. There's steeplechase coming up here in Nashville. Baseball, they can now bet on AAA. Baseball, you can now bet on AAA with Action247. There's NHL overtime insurance, golf insurance. I mean, if you bet John Rahm last week, you were doing pretty well. And then there's happy hour every tuesday to thursday every tuesday and thursday from 12 to 1 and saturday and sunday from 3 to 4 there is no juice on mlb games so so much going on if you use code dads 100 they will match not only 100 not only 200 not 300 they will match up to 400 dollars of your deposit if you use code dads 100 check them out at action 24 7 and tell them the dad sent you so i heard about a um I guess it still qualifies as a new candy creation concoction something. I don't know you. You can weigh in and give me your feedback here. You're saying a lot of words that I'm going to have to edit. I know. I, I, I can't think of the right one. You, you know, when I get hung up, it's a problem. So let me tell you and you tell me what you would think, especially on the spot. All right. Is this like word association? A Skittles candy cane. So it's not a candy cane made out of Skittles. It is the Skittles flavoring within the candy cane. That was what I understood, but it would be all of them in a candy cane. Okay, that's fair. So what do you classify that as? A candy cane? I know, but it's still a Skittles. I don't know. It's not a Skittles because it's not round and says S. If you put the rainbow in a candy cane form, that's it. It is a Skittles flavor candy cane. I feel like Skittles has lots of flavors. Candy cane, they're known for like two. There's other types of candy canes that are not just peppermint. I mean, it's really peppermint. It's like candy canes or if you put... I said two. Two flavors. That's it. That's all candy canes are known for. I know, but candy canes are normally known for peppermint. It's like the 95.5 of candy. I'm just saying, when you eat a bag of Skittles, do you only taste two things? No, you taste the rainbow. So when you eat a candy cane, A, you don't taste peppermint, but B, you also are going to taste a plethora of flavors. What do you do with that? You sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride.
Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards, and with me, as always, is Zeke Baker, who doesn't taste the rainbow. And together, we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. Do you have something against the rainbow? No, I just think it's it's like a... It's one of those mind things that gets you in multiple directions. So another question I I thought of on this immediately, are you able to go the whole time without like biting into it? I can go the whole time without biting into it. Sophia's funny. Sophia eats candy canes and like hard candy like a dog because she's like back there. Like when I give Rye a rawhide chew, the thing's gone in two seconds. Like he just doesn't even sit there and gnaw on it for a while. Sophia's the same way. She like, it's like that freaking Tootsie Roll pop owl. It's like, how many licks does it take to get to the center one two three three you know i was wondering where you were going to find like the the synergy or comparing giving candy to the kid and then also the dogs like oh wow john did they get the ice cream cones too no it's three bites and they're both done they're both like the tizzy roll out. <laughs> That's a decent rescue. I'll give you that one. It wasn't even a rescue. There didn't even need to be a rescue. They both eat their shit in three bites. Well, you said it's like when you give a kid or the dog candy. Sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. It's like when I give my kid <laughs> or my dog. Is that better? My kid or my dog? Candy still? Candy or, or a treat. In a treat in any kind of way, whether or not that treat is a rawhide bone for the dog or a candy cane for the kid, it's gone in three bites. What if they trade? I don't think Sophia likes rawhide bones. Maybe the peanut butter <laughs> ones. Maybe. Well, sorry, they're the rawhide substitute. So we give them all the bully bones. So they're actually eating like bull penis. That's what a bully stick is. So it's not giving them the rawhide. It's the rawhide substitutes. Yeah, you should look up bully sticks. I wish you all could see the look on Zeke's face right now. If you took strips of bull penis, laid it out in like the heat to dry like you would jerky, and it gets hard, and they can chew on that instead of chewing on the rawhide bones, which they found are bad for dogs or something. I don't know. I just know that that's the thing I'm supposed to get. It's a very twisted world. Or somehow someone has convinced folks that everyone's dogs should be chewing on bull penis. I wish everybody could have seen the look on your face. Like you were trying to process it and trying to think of something to say. And you're like, I got nothing. Furthermore, the next person that says bull penis, I'm going to pistol whip this shit out of them. Hey, Farva, what's that restaurant you really love? Shenanigans. You're talking about shenanigans, right? Ooh, like the face that guy makes when he goes, oh. That's one of the best. And it, it's so simple, but it's just like, you've all been there. Like, ooh. I love that movie. Everything about that movie. <laughs> I have a liter of cola. It's for a cop. <laughs> What's, what does that mean? It's for a cop. So anybody that's listening, get the word to Taconic Distillery because like we don't want to reach out to them ourselves on this. Like we'd rather have people want us to do this, but Zeke and I will go live on Facebook and YouTube and we will recreate, like we would love to do this with Taconic because they have maple syrup, but Zeke and I will chug it. And the first one- I'll chug the syrup. I don't don't know about the syrup thing. Well, we'll both chug syrup, scissor, the first one. (laughs) We won't chug scissor. We'll, we'll chug syrup and the first one to win is just bragging rights 
Man, I don't know if we ever had a show where like the the actual beginning was worse than the open, but somehow we figured it out finally. I tell you what, we're struggling. I'm tired. I wanted to take a nap, and you're like, "No, nah, man, it's great outside tonight. I want to go sit outside and drink some rum." And I'm like, "I could really go to bed." We are drinking rum. You have a very puzzled look on your face. It's just as I heard you leading into that. I I, I don't recollect me ever having an ideal setting for rum drinking or even being teed up in my world. What about like a beach? Would you ever think about drinking rum on a beach? I mean, I really don't think there's a a time or a place where rum has ever come across my mind or like, oof, yeah, we need some rum. Except, actually, except if I am feeling under the weather-ish, especially like, you know, head cold, post-nasal drip kind of thing. Hot toddy, hands down. Um, this shit works, people. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I swear about it almost. You get an overly large coffee cup, filled up halfway with water, nuke it for about 45, 60 seconds. As soon as it comes out, hit it with the honey so that it, uh, it breaks it down enough to where it'll disperse, hopefully evenly. Add in a few, uh, few good squirts of lemon juice and then fill up the remainder of the glass or a QS it, quote unquote, towards the brim, stir, let it cool off just enough so you don't burn yourself and uh, go to town, Leroy Brown. Either way, we're drinking rum. And the folks over at Phenomenal Spirits, you might know them as the same group of people that are putting out rye with a three, RY3. They make Ron Izalco rum so Ronnie Zalco takes you on a journey to the mystic volcanic lands of Central America, widely known as the Lighthouse of the Pacific. Standing tall at 6,447 feet, Izalco's volcano and its magnificent fire guided adventurous sea explorers to safe harbors for 188 years from 1770 till 1958 and then erupted again in 1966. It also says what this volcano has done for the area has resulted in some of the most fruitful and succulent sugarcane fields in the world. Their mineral-rich black soil produces cane of unparalleled quality and taste. This perfect recipe of Mother Nature, along with the blessing of the Mayan gods, are very fortunate for us because only the finest sugarcane can produce the finest rum. Aged to perfection for 10 years with Central American dedication, an artisanal distinction, Ronnie Zalco is the phenomenon, the amber treasure, the connoisseur's choice, and the true essence of Central America. So what they've done, though, this is a 10-year-old rum. It is aged in oak barrels. It's aged in bourbon barrels. And this is a blend. It is a blend that is exclusively bottled for the state of Tennessee. They sent it to us because it is going to be released here any day now. And they wanted us to review it before. This is 121 proof, 60.5 ABV. Was there part of this where you talked about, I guess, cultivating it through volcanic ash almost? Well, it's the soil. The volcanic ash made the soil fertile to grow the sugar cane. Interesting. I guess in my head, I just picture the ash being so thick and hard and completely charred over. Um, you know, thinking about the recent one that went off in, uh, I think it was the Netherlands, you know, a few weeks back. I just can't imagine seeing something growing up from the soil beneath and then through it. I mean, I feel like it'd be, uh, you know, trying to crack a steel egg, I guess, like the shell coming up. After the whole thing, like, yes, it gets black and, and hard for a little bit. 
and then there's a whole bunch of minerals in there. So after an eruption, what eventually comes back is nutrient-rich soil. But I guess in my head, I just see like that that layer of like a, I mean, a, a picture like an armadillo shell or something. Like, how the hell is anything supposed to grow out of that, or or dig down into it to plant? Like, when I mean, you think of a seed falling from the sky, how does it go through that hard layer to then germinate and produce? I guess or whatever, not germinate, but to to grow and prosper. The world is a phenomenal place, my friend. I'll give it that. I mean, uh, like the little area I, I grew up on, we had a, a lake. And in like the damn dead center of the lake, granted it was man-made from a dam, but there was this rock, you know, you could paddle or boat out to it, whatever, jump off, hang out, whatever. And literally a pine tree sapling thing growing right in the middle of this damn rock, right in the middle of a lake. <laughs> it is phenomenal. Yeah. And Phenomenal Spirits puts out this rum. You got the proof and the ABV and the age on this, right? I did. You know, like Jurassic Park, life finds a way. It does. Yeah, if I finally get a quote right, I feel like I've been botching up movies lately, too. I don't remember that from Jurassic Park, but... Well, then we're going to call it a win for Zeke. Let's keep it rolling. It is. I verified it via the Googles, and it is your man, Jeff Goldblum, that says it. Finally get back on the board, people. Zeke is, is very much a rum connoisseur. I think if anybody should go first talking about this rum, I think it should be Zeke. Because like we all know, Zeke Baker has... He's being very modest here. He has an incredibly large rum collection. I think you have every single Foursquare that's ever been released, along with some other crazy stuff in there that you got down in the islands that like you went to actual rum distilleries, didn't you? I mean, if you want to play some Foursquare, I used to F some people up on that game back in my younger days. That's all I'll say. So I'm kidding. Zeke does not know a lot about rum. And we were talking about that. In full transparency, we both tasted this rum last night separately and then are tasting it again today together. He woke up this morning. He's like, I don't really know what I'm going to say to review this rum. Like it's either rum or it's a bad rum to me. I don't really have anything that is in between or I don't have a lot of specific notes. And I'm like, yeah, for me, it's like thick and sweet. You know, like it's a Malibu rum that you don't even really taste the better rums, those sipping rums. Again, just like bourbon, I'm thinking of mouthfeel. I'm thinking of, you know, this is 121 proof. I will tell you it does not drink like it's 121 proof. Especially rums are going to be a little sweeter anyway, but this thing's dangerous. I mean, like you take a sip of this and you don't really taste the proof on it. And next thing you know, you're dancing on top of the table on a cruise ship because you didn't realize this is 121 proof. But this thing, to me, the best way I can describe it, and I'm like you, Zeke, it's like it either has that rum taste to me that I'm looking for or, or, it, or it doesn't. And I am not rum savvy enough to be able to describe it in a very good way. I just want it to taste like thick candy. That's basically what I'm looking for. And that's what this does. Yeah, and that, to kind of elaborate that just a little bit, I guess if you think of like the integer system, you know, you've got zeros, the baseline, and then plus and minus. I feel like with rum, I guess it obviously exists to a degree, the amount of positive integers versus the amount of negative ones is not balanced by any means. And I hadn't really thought about the Malibu kind of thing until you mentioned it. So I, I, that may scale, scale it a little better for me, but I feel like generally speaking, there's just, there's just rum. And you put it in a cocktail and it it's still rum. And then at least of what you know I've had, 
every now and then there's a shitty one, but then the good ones could rum. And and you just <laughs> you just gotta keep going. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like most of their products that we've we've tasted or had, the degree to where you you know you can rank something that's quote unquote good can be a, a pretty large scale. Whereas with rum, you're just kind of like, yeah, man, good. That was the worst accent you've ever done in your whole entire life. That's why I don't do them. Yeah, man. You know the way I think about it? So you're an asshole, and I'm not. So I'm expected to do nice things. So when I do something that is not nice, people are more mad at me because I'm expected to be nice. Do you know what I'm saying? Just like you are expected to be an asshole. So when you do asshole things, everybody's like, oh, that's just Zeke. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's expected. I equate it more like I expect a certain profile from rum. And when I don't get that, it sticks out to me more than when I do. And that's not discounting rum in that way. It's just like, I expect it to be very, very sweet. I expect it to kind of taste like candy to me. I'm expecting a certain thing. Now, this is more in the higher proof sipping rums, the four squares, the granders, the Izalco is now one that I did not know about, but falls into that category. I think uh, Real McCoy put out a rum, things like that. Like the the rums that bourbon drinkers would go to, I expect a certain thing. Now, Malibu and Parrot Bay and all that kind of stuff, that is a different profile altogether. And I would not put those in the same category. That's what Zeke is uh, sipping when he goes and, and you know has a hot girl summer. But I would say this hits the mark for me the big question i would have on this would be price i mean that's the one thing i don't know and i'm gonna look up as i hand the ball over to you to talk but like i'm getting a good mouthfeel on this i'm getting the right amount of candy i'm not getting any burn i don't want to repeat all the points i had before but like this is exactly what i would look for in a rum i'll agree with that pretty well i I think maybe another kicker for me is you know tasting this just a little bit more I think for whatever reason, maybe it's just a programmed response, but I want to mix it with something. I mean, whether it just be a diabetic Coke or, or <laughs> something else simple, I, I guess maybe that's what throws me off is, is even having good rums in a neat fashion. I still just want to mix it with something. Like I, I just, I can't get past the notion that it would not be better in a cocktail period. Whereas I, I think on, on a, a whiskey space, the majority of of anything that I've had that I thought was you know really good, it would never cross my mind to use it in in that type of um, format. Well, I think this is pretty on point, and I normally don't encourage people to read the back of a label, but this is kind of fair. So, featuring a dark amber color with rich copper hues, Ronnie Zalco first opens your nose with a fruity aroma reminiscent of apricots, prunes, honey, caramel freshly squeezed cane juice and jaggery now i don't know what the hell jaggery is except for some mick jaggery if this bottle has moves like jagger i suggest you get on it it continues on the palate it opens up smooth and mellow slowly unfolding a complex body of rum congeners which is one of zeke's favorite words with undertones of american oak toasted nuts and sweet pipe tobacco. The finish is long and satisfying, enhanced by patiently oxidized tannins that combine perfectly with the rich flavors of the rum, resulting in a rewarding sipping experience that begs to be repeated 
over and over again. You sound like you need to drink some before you get full-fledged scurvy. <laughs> Arr, you got the scurvy. I do get kind of, I don't know, I mean, I really tried to find some unique-ish notes here that I, I thought were different from stuff I've had in the past and made it stand out a little more. One of the first things I got was um, like a nutmeg with the, the egg wash you would use for French toast. I really get that heavily. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Though? Have you made French toast with, with the kid or by yourself recently? No. I mean, I've like made you. it with the kid. The kid normally likes pancakes or waffles. I was with somebody on Father's Day. The family. It was, you know, the big family brunch. <laughs> like, I was like, this is going to lead to a good offline talk. No, no. Big family brunch. And somebody ordered French toast, but they were not somebody that I felt comfortable saying, give me a bite of your French toast. So like, I, no, I have not had French toast recently. Damn, you reminded me of this burn I got cooking bacon a few months back. Some bitch. It still hurts? The notion that I got it. <sighs> Zeke really, so one thing, you guys want to know the real Zeke. Zeke just like carries those grudges. Whether or not it is a a real animate object or an inanimate object that has caused the slight. When Zeke gets slighted and his world gets rocked, he takes that with him. He's not necessarily wearing it on his sleeve, but if you know him well enough, you know that all these slights, like if somebody doesn't call him back or just anything happens to him and he is wronged, like if somebody, if he's working on a sticker... (laughs) If he's working on a sticker and a certain person might have let other people know the sticker that he was working on before Zeke was ready for that to happen, like that person is dead to him now. He's written them off. The pot that burnt his wrist from the bacon, I bet he threw it right in the garbage. It's a skillet. I still got it. But every time you look at that skillet, you kind of want to break it, don't you? No, but I really forgot about that. I looked down just now like, son of a bitch, I still have a mark on my wrist from that damn bacon experience. So in closing, this is 63 bucks. It is coming to the state of Tennessee. It is exclusively this blend that they did is exclusively for the state of Tennessee. I know you were about to start talking about the palate and then you went on a tangent. I don't even think it matters. I mean, this is a 10-year-old rum for 60 bucks. I'm in. What does the bottle look like? I know it's not the greatest example for people listening, and I apologize, but obviously we're distantly doing this. He's got the bottle I don't, and it is, I think more so than not, this is one of those times where the presentation is really going to weigh pretty heavily on people. It is tall and skinny. It has a volcano on the front. There is a lot of white space on this label. I always kind of like it when there's less sticker on the front, more seeing the juice. Like, I'm more for minimal labels, but that's just me. Tall, slender, from a volcano that's 6,400 feet-ish. I'm six foot, four inches. Sounds like a winner to me. Like, I think what would be really cool here (laughs) is if they could find a way to put the volcano on the back uh you know like laser etch it into the bottle and i know people are saying that sometimes that might cost more but if you figure out with the supplier and you're getting enough i've talked to enough brands that sometimes laser etching or 
or kind of getting it molded into the glass can be cheaper than the sticker. I think there's something to be said about like there's something they could do with the glass and the mountain and do less sticker and keep Zeke happy. I, I was good at the story of the, the 6,400 feet. You know, I pick up on the, the six, four things when I hear them. I, I know you didn't see that one coming. No, I did. I mean, I totally, you are a narcissist. Anything that like goes back to you, <laughs> you are going to be all about. Man, I'm taking a beating today. I just have to call you up and be like, hey, Zeke, you know how awesome you are, right? And you're like, yeah, Edwards, what do you want? I'm in. Thank you for giving me a compliment. Man, we should have done a Scotch review of this show. <laughs> <laughs> did I find a way to keep the rum interesting? <laughs> I Did I find a way to keep the rum interesting? Everybody listening, I just turned up the banter because I knew that we were going to be a little weak on the tasting notes. <laughs> Again, it's definitely not bad or, or shitty rum. And I, I feel like my scale for the other side doesn't go as high as it does for other things. But as far as being perfectly non-offensive and all of the flavors and notes that you would expect from a mature rum, they are 100% all there. And I think that is a fair price. I mean, ultimately what this stuff is going to come down to with rum, for me at least, is going to be what price is it going to be at? This is a solid price. I'm in. This is sweet candy to me. It is everything I would look for in a rum. And I'm not being overly complimentary. I'm just saying I don't look for a lot but I want rum to be reliable. I'm not drinking rum like I'm drinking whiskey where I'm like trying to get nuances. I'm going to rum for an escape from whiskey. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I do wonder like, um, you know, a cognac or armagnac or something with something that's using a barrel that has French oak in it that has already spent significant time aging a product. I wonder how that bodes with rum. I think it's different strokes for different folks. Fair enough. Does rum not make you just want to mix it with stuff, though? Am I wrong in that? Yes and no. This one is very thick, and I just want to pour it over vanilla ice cream. It's like that old sign that you know used to be in the stage. Which did I tell you about that? I was there a few weeks ago. Apparently, this thing's effing gone. I used to love seeing it. Made me laugh, but it was—I uh, think it was Merle. But it would say, uh, "You know, waters for teardrops, dickles for drinking." I feel like the next line would be like, "Rums for mixing." Ah. Uh. Anyways, thank you so much, Phenomenal Spirits, for sending this our way. Be on the look for this blend of Ronnie Zalko in Tennessee. Zeke, the folks can find us, though. It's on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. They can find us wherever they download their podcast. Chances are they already have because they're listening to us right now. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Maybe if uh, you know these kind folks want to have a tiki bar party somewhere off Lower Broad. See the big cat out there uh, getting his kahuna on. I just want a good tiki mug. Cheers. (laughs) Ciao.